1: Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you here directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs return to the practice field on Wednesday, ahead of Thanksgiving on Thursday, and their Week 12 matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and defensive lineman Chris Jones. Go in that order, starting with the Chiefs head coach, followed by quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones. Here's Andy Reid.
2: And on the injury part, uh, he's got a sprained thumb, and uh, we're having it evaluated now, so we'll just see where, where it's at. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing the Raiders. A good football team. They're playing with a lot of emotion. Um, Antonio Pierce's brought that to the group, and um, and then Bo and Patrick are doing a nice job coordinating on either side of the ball there, so um, we'll have a good week of practice, work on some of the things we need to work on, and uh, get ourselves better, and then travel out there. Time Andy, you would say getting better on the offensive side, obviously with the struggles, not just second half, but just overall struggles. Um, Anything within a week standpoint, you can kind of pinpoint that. It's just simple improvements that you can move on to the next week with. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, you know, we can do better uh, with penalty part. We can do um, better uh, attacking the ball, um, and and those are things we can work on, and we'll continue to work on. So, uh, and that's where we'll start. And there's no reason you can't do. What you did in the first half, the second half, so yeah. You guys mentioned that you're building uh, Kadarius. Uh, you guys got 20 snaps for him. Is the plan to continue building on that, or is that the sweet spot of like, where you, you think? No, we'll see. You know, I, I think I'm not going to put a number on it. Um, it. It just depends, you know. But he's involved in the game plan, and uh, that's probably the most important thing. But to put a number on it, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Coach, what jumped out you. I, I, I we yesterday. What jumped out when you looked at the tape? Yeah, probably not much different than what what I mentioned. to You guys after the game. Um, there, there were some really good things, some really good things. But there, this second half thing, we got we've got to take care of and figure out and make sure that we we fix that as coaches and players. So it's not it's not just the guys. We we've got to take care of that. Um, I thought our defense played good football. We had the, the one long throw, uh, but other than that, uh, you know, pretty spot on. And then offensively, we we've got to take care of the the drops and the penalties. And if you take care of that, which you can do, um, you know, you're p- going to put yourself in good position. I and mean, there are other things we've got to work on, but those, those are the primary things that that, that have hurt us. And you mentioned the second half thing a couple times. I mean, do you see teams? That- any differently in the second half than the in the first half? Yeah, uh, not not really. No. No. All these things are, have been kind of self inflicted. You know, we've uh, we've got to take care of that. So we just take care of our business there and we we'll, you know we'll be okay there. Andy coached against Antonio Pierce when he was a player back when you were in Philadelphia now you're seeing them being a head coach now, just what what impressed you maybe then when he was a player that made you think, okay, this guy might be a one of the thirty-two head coaches in the NFL. Yeah, sure. I, I actually talked to him about coming here at one time. So, um, as a coach, uh, he's a he's a good communicator, smart. He was a middle linebacker there at the Giants. Uh, had a chance to compete against him quite a bit, um, and he he ran the show, you know. Uh, so I I figured. He'd be probably a pretty good coach if that's the direction he wanted to go, and and then um, you know Spags had an opportunity to obviously work with him there too. So um, and he felt the same same way. So. And the uh, Raiders have played some pretty good defense lately. What have you seen from them uh, since maybe the last time you saw them last year? You well, know, nothing's really changed with '98. He's still uh, a go-getter man. He plays every snap, 100 miles an hour, and heck of a football player. Um, but that's also been contagious, I think, to to the rest of the guys. They're, they're playing hard and aggressive, good downhill football. Uh, they're tackling well. Coverages are good. So uh, they're doing a nice job.
0: When you're talking about self-inflicted issues and specifically you know, penalties, how do you coach that in, in
2: midseason if starters? Oh, sure. Well, there are certain things that are in the hands of the official. Then there are other ones that were weakening. Take care of, you know, whether it's procedure penalty, you know, type calls or, um, you know, anyways, those type of things. So we can, we can take care of those just with with a little more focus and and work, you
0: know. I mean, one of the, the areas in which you rank the weakest on the offensive side of the penalties is holding. Is is that an individual thing, or that could sometimes be a group thing as far as the unit working together?
2: Yeah, so I, I think you need to see why the official called it. And then you work on it from there. So that, that's one that's in the official's hands that, yeah, you might agree with, you might not. Um, but see what, you better look at it and see what they're, why they're calling that and and if it you know if it's truly something that you're if you're wrong on then, then you, you fix it
1: and early in the fourth quarter you had uh, some words for travis and made a face we didn't really get much context can you just explain were you trying to calm him down there uh, just the situation
2: there. um yeah probably i i don't remember exactly what went on there but um and I don't remember what face I made, but um, <laughs> that—that's all part of it. Emotional game, so yeah. He—he he wants to do well and wants everybody to do well, so that's—that's that's part of it, You guys decided to activate Richie James. Uh,
1: is there a plan for him, or is that more of you know, at this point, with the deep receiver in case of injury? That type of
2: thing? Yeah, potentially. We'll just see. We'll see how things go this week. Um, we all have confidence in him uh, that he. That he can jump in there and play. So, a
1: couple more guys, Andy, you. You chipped to help your tackles a lot this week. Is that was that just an Eagles thing, or is that something you see yourselves doing going forward?
2: Now, listen, we've done it all all year. Uh, we've so we do a variety of different protections, and that's one of them. Um, I mean, we'll, we've done that since we've been here, though. I mean, that's part of our part of the package. I think most people in the league do it. Coach Charlie um,
0: Patrick and Max Crosby kind of have this conversation every once in a while, and he has said, "Yeah, I know," and Coach has to pull me back. I'm getting out of. It. Um, is that something you watch out for? Because he likes to get under Patrick's skin, and in, in addition to being a great pass
3: rusher,
2: yeah, they probably both get under each other's skin. Um, but they're, uh that's part of the Raider-Chiefs uh, deal. So that's that's all healthy. Go ahead. Yeah. I was-
0: just noticing that your voice sounds a little different. I don't. I mean, you, it's usually really low today. It's like super. I just want
2: to know. <laughs> Are you taking anything or? No, I'm. Good. <laughs> I'm good. I but I appreciate. It I appreciate you asking. Yeah. No. We're close to game time.
0: <laughs> Travis was quoted in an article that he thinks about retirement with the, the injuries and the kind of pounding that he's taking. Has he talked to you about that yet, or do you got to get a sense from him about that?
2: Um. No, I mean, I think he enjoys what he's doing. I'm sure, though, the mileage on him, uh, he's got some aches and pains. We try to help him out with that. He doesn't like coming out, and so, you know, we make him come out and practice and uh, get him out of, you know, pull him out of plays, and he wants to be in on everything. But the older he gets, he's got you know, to handle that part, you know. it's You get mileage on you, it's time and a place.
3: Last one,
0: Sam. Andy, I asked uh, Matt about this yesterday. but wanted to ask me something more specific about Justin Watson's deep ball, where He seems to run a little bit more of a post. Patrick seems to run more of a go route. Um, I'm trying to assess blame on that. play, it's just a better understanding. Is that the case of a quarterback
2: sees something and the wide receiver is running maybe the route as it's called? Yeah, something? so, um, yeah, he just felt like the he needed to climb on top of the guy because the guy was more equal to him. Um I, You know, he probably could have kept that high, though, higher, um, like he did last year. Uh, again, Actually, against these guys. So he had the deep one there where he kept it off of the side. You're always trying to create space, though, for the quarterback off of the sideline. Um, but that was probably a little too much. You know, those things happen. But, um, you know, he'd probably be more a little bit more like the one he had last year, is what Pat was thinking, I'm, I'm sure. All
1: right, good, okay. all right. Hello. Let me ask you a
0: little bit. Um, you and Max have had mm-hmm. lots of
1: conversations.
0: Is he one of your favorite
1: trash-talking people on the field to talk to? Um, I mean, I don't like playing against him because uh, I know what type of player he is and the mindset he comes in with. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, talk a, I don't talk a ton of trash. I mean, uh, I just try to stay fired up and go out there and win and, Um, He's the same way. Um, He wants to win as much as anybody, and that's why I have so much respect for him, Um, but uh, at the end of the day, we're competing, that's what competitors do. But does he
3: push a certain button that can make you?
1: No, I don't think he's necessarily trying, I don't know if he's trying to push buttons. He he just plays hard, plays hard every single snap. That's why he's one of the best players in the NFL. How do you you resolve the second half scoring issue? All you can do is go back to your fundamentals. Obviously, we had some opportunities in the second half of uh, this last game, but uh, we didn't execute. Um, and so we have to go back to our fundamentals and uh, try to do those. And then hopefully with just steady progress and steady work, uh, we start putting points on the board. There's
2: been a lot of theories about the misconnections in the downfield passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, every place different, but is there something that kind of ties
1: with how you can maybe be a little bit better with um, I mean, just I mean, just a couple of miscues here and there. I mean, I just, at the end of the day, you've got to continue to work at it um, and try to connect on those uh, as the games uh, continue to go on and the games get bigger and bigger. And so uh, uh, hopefully those mistakes don't happen again and we can learn from them and hit on them this next time. Is
2: there something with the communication between you and the receivers that you can just fix in such a short amount of time in season? You know, Because you, you've had all you know, season to try to get it to where, yep. to where you want it to go, but how do you try to fix it in season?
1: Yeah, you just learn from the, the mistakes that were made from me and and from the, the whole group. i got to be on the same page with those guys and just try not to make the same mistakes again. But uh, I, I have trust that we're going to continue to work and work and um, get that thing uh, righted as we head into the later part of the season.
2: Are you a victim of the fact that you made it look so easy for so long? And then before you, Alex Smith with Tyreek mm-hmm. and this offense, are we expecting too much because it was so easy back in the day?
1: I mean, we expect to win, and we expect to to be great offensively, defensively, and special teams. So, uh, as much as everybody expects us to do it, we expect more of ourselves. So, I don't think it's anything of a expectation or anything like that. We just have a standard that we want to go out and play uh, play to. Patrick, uh, have you seen teams still team Kelsey lately? I guess what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think y'all y'all can see it on the tape. I mean, they're they're putting two, three guys on him. They understand how much of a threat he is and how how well he's played for for a long time now and so they're they're trying to take him away the best they can and um, it's my job to get it to the right guy and uh, and so we can execute and if we hit some of these the passes that we're missing it's gonna take teams out of those double teams and triple teams. Is that
2: what you were expecting going-
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, teams have done it in the past. I think we just have connected on other other throws, and so it takes teams out of it. Whenever you double team a guy or put three guys there, it, it opens up a lot of space for me running the football, and it opens up a lot of space for other guys to win. And so, um, as much as it sounds like you can, they can just do it. Double team Travis. I mean, they're they're putting themselves out there to for big plays to happen. And so, I think if we can connect on those, uh, I'll take teams out of putting two to three guys on them. How
0: different are the Raiders with Antonio's? Career?
1: They play hard. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, coach Pierce is a great coach. He was a great player, and he has a mindset. And I think you can see that throughout the entire team. And um, they got a lot of guys that love football. I mean, it starts with Max, Sp- Spillane. I mean, all those guys that are out there, they're flying around and playing hard every single snap.
0: We talked a lot about timing, but you know, you kind of alluded to that it, with pass routes. The way you guys run them, it's there's a lot of options, mm-hmm. you know, especially in response to what the defense is doing. How difficult is it to build that relationship like you have with Travis with other guys when you haven't been playing with
1: them as long? There's so many new guys. Um, I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't think it's too difficult. Uh, we've done it in the past uh, with a lot of different guys. And so uh, it just comes with reps. You continue to work at it. You learn from the mistakes that you make throughout a game um, and throughout a season. And you try to be better at, at it the next time you step on the field, and that's what we're trying to do. Go Sam and then Nate. Go Sam. Patrick, the second half
2: thing, is it confounding? Wrong? It seems like.
1: Uh, I, I don't necessarily think so. I think it's just like you said, it's execution. Um, it's not having negative plays or if that's missed passes or if that's um, penalties or whatever that is um, and trying to just consistently have drives. I mean, I've, I've preached it all year. Teams are going to try to make us drive the entire field, the entire game, not just the first half. And um, we have to prove that. If not, they're going to make us do that. And it's not like they're changing much. They're just going out there and staying with their game plan and we have to execute ours.
2: Patrick, I'm sure you may be aware of
0: this, but there's only been one game this year where you guys haven't turned over the football. Uh, if you were to eliminate turnovers, just what do you think it will show the offense that it's capable of? I guess if that's, that's not a part of the equation.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just negative plays. I mean I'll talk about penalties. I mean if you look at the intercept, I mean the big one, the interception. I throw the, the Justin Watson, the play was designed perfectly. He, he ran the route and I. I just lobbed it instead of just firing and flattening them off for a touchdown and take seven points off the board and really just changes the game. I mean, it's just look turnovers are so big in this game and we emphasize that. um, But I have to be better um, and we have to be better at just eliminating negative plays, especially when you play a team like the Eagles. And so uh, we're playing a great team this week that plays hard and they're gonna make us earn it. Uh, We have to go out there and show that we can do it. Thanks, Patrick. Patrick. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank
0: you all.
3: Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. How you doing? Good. You're playing the Raiders. Is it still Raider-Hater Week? Is it still that rivalry that for years has been with Chiefs and Raiders? I tend to think so. Um, AFC um, division game, uh, which is very important for our standings right now. Um, we're 1-1 one one in the division, 2-1, and one, something like that. So I think this game is... Even more important for standings, the Raiders um, shift of head coach. They have been doing a heck of a job of getting brand, um, Josh Jacobs established. So um, they're a very good team, and they've shown a sense of fire over the last few weeks as they uh, transition to a new head coach. So I think it's, it's important to um, <laughs> emphasize on how important this game is. Also to the young guys and you know the blood of this game and the history of this game and how it came about, even in between the owners.
2: You mentioned uh, Jacobs, and they've been pretty run-heavy. Just him in particular, how difficult is him,
1: he to bring down? What
3: does he do well? Um, everything, man. Um, he can outrun you. He can run you over. Uh, look at what he's done a year ago. and He just picked up where He left off um, led the league in rushing yards of last year. And um, what he's doing this year is carrying that team once again. So, you know, um, <clears throat> he's been outstanding so far. And um, over these past few weeks, they tend to lead even more on him, and he's been carrying that load.
1: It's a short week. Does your body feel that when you play Monday, Sunday?
3: Yeah, I think you feel it after every game. Um, every game gives you nicks and bruises, but um, so we have a few days in between, and um, Coach Reed does a heck of a job on uh, adjusting practice for us to uh, make sure we recover well.
1: When you have a guy like Max Crosby on the
0: other team, you're not facing him, but do you guys tend to watch each other? You're such a great defensive player. He's a great defensive player. Do you? Tend to watch each other and get motivated by what
3: you see. Of course, in our respectable positions, I think it's um, I think it's helpful to watch people who succeed in their position. You know, Matt Scrosby, T.J. Watt, Michael Parsons. It's all something you can take from those guys and their ability to get you know, after the quarterback or affect the game.
1: From a quarterback disruption standpoint, how much do you
2: relish the opportunity to face a, a quarterback for the first time, especially a rookie quarterback that's still kind of getting getting his legs under him a little bit? Here?
3: Whether it's a Ricky or a Vet, I think it's still an opportunity um, for us to get after.
0: Anybody else? Thank you guys. Thank
1: you.
0: Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on surprise, The Future of Work